Hi everybody, it's David Ansel, and I'd like to welcome you all here to Episode 1 of the podcast edition of the Ansel Review. Some of you may remember the David Ansel podcast, which I stopped doing in 2007 because I got really busy, and honestly, a lot has happened since then. For one thing, I'm now a married man. Married a wonderful woman about 14 months ago. We lived in North Carolina for a year, and now we have just recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee. We're so new here, we haven't even found a parish yet. But we are looking around and getting to know the area, and I'm having a pretty good time at it. But one of the things that, especially now that I'm no longer on night shift, where I've got a little more wakefulness about me, I really had an itch to get back into podcasting. I am a big fan of anything electronic, and I especially really like media, and especially the new media of today. I've had a webpage for a long time. I've had a blog for a number of years, and like I said, I've even tried podcasting before, but i got to admit, podcasting does take a lot of time, and I'm not really sure how often I'm going to get to the microphone, but I do hope to be able to be here when I can and to talk to people. And One of the things especially that I always like to talk about, and it's on my blog and my webpage a lot, is my Catholic faith, because I have long felt a calling to try to do my part, to do what I can to help people understand their Catholic faith, and especially people who have grown up with very poor catechesis, which unfortunately is probably a majority. For some reason, in the name of appealing to people, we've had this wave of not teaching the doctrine and trying to use either watered-down teachings or just a bunch of psychobabble, which really didn't appeal to anybody either. For a long time, I would read some books that would talk about the teachings of the Catholic Church, but then I would go to church, and it seems like no one ever talked about those teachings. I never really saw an example of someone who incorporated these teachings that I read into their lives, and I kind of wondered what the disconnect was. It was very disconcerting to me. And there were some times that I became jealous of Protestants because it seems like they were really enthused about their faith and they were talking about Jesus Christ, and I never saw the Catholics do that. And the only reason I didn't leave the Catholic Church is because I knew the Church was the Church that Jesus founded. But I had this sort of thought in my mind that, well, this may be it, the authentic Church, but it sure isn't much. And when I finally did learn the Catholic faith, I thought something that a lot of people have said and thought before. Why haven't we heard this before? Since we've been in Nashville, we went to a meeting of a Theology of the Body group, and that's one of the big places where people learn the true teachings of the Church on human sexuality, and they say, why haven't we heard this before? Well, one of my real goals in life, and something I felt really called, is to help people to hear that which they have not heard before. Now, thankfully, I have seen places where things are a lot better, and one of the parishes where I help teach RCIA is definitely a lot better about that now, but I realize there's still a lot of widespread misinformation, some people with good intentions, some people honestly not. You look at all the articles and whatever else written about the new upcoming translation of the liturgy, 
Honestly, it wouldn't be very controversial at all if people had a true understanding of what the holy sacrifice of the Mass really is. And that'll definitely be a future topic on the podcast. I am very thankful that we have new media available so that we don't have to wait for somebody with mass market capability to get the message out there. Somebody who's just a guy in the pews like me can just get on his microphone, make his MP3 file, upload it, and whether I have a really small audience or a really big one, I just want to be able to help who I can. So I do hope that all of you listening will find this podcast helpful to you. And with that, I think we will take a break now, and we'll have a little bit on technology as well in just a moment. Welcome back to the Answer Review Podcast. Now, I want to do something that I really didn't do the last time I was podcasting, and that is really have a little bit more variety of subjects, because I would talk about the Catholic faith a lot, and that's still going to be the case, but I'd like to have some fun also. I want to be a little bit less formal and have a few other topics, and of course, one of my big topics is technology. And I'll tell you, I've been fascinated with technology and electronic devices for a long time. In fact, One of the reasons why I want to podcast is because I had a fascination with microphones ever since I was a little kid. I saw this microphone one time and just said, 10-4, good buddy, into it. And unfortunately, that microphone just happened to be the overhead pager of a furniture store that my family was shopping in, so they weren't real happy about it. But now I guess that I'm older and working, I managed to get myself a nice collection of microphones, but I'll try not to bore you too much about audio equipment. Because I figure that would be almost too limited a niche. But I have something else I'd like to talk about today. You see, I've been listening to more podcasts lately. Especially because I'm no longer working nights. I'm a lot more awake. And I have a fairly long commute because Nashville traffic is something else. So, to keep myself entertained, I've been listening to Catholic podcasts. And one of the things I've noticed... And I've also noticed this, of course, reading the blogs and the Twitter feed of one of my favorite bloggers, the Kurt Jester, is that it seems like they all have iPads and iPhones. Well, that's great. And I like hearing about what they've got. Actually, I do enjoy that, but I don't have an iPad or an iPhone. Now, I am a big Apple fan. In fact, this podcast is coming to you from a Macintosh. It's entirely recorded and produced on my iMac. But for some reason, I've never gotten an iPhone or an iPad. And I guess one of the things, though, is that my wife and I use Verizon instead of AT&T. So what do I have instead? I have a Motorola Droid. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Android. Now, one of the things that I hear from the people who are talking about their iPhones is some of the Catholic stuff that they have available. And there is quite a bit of stuff available for the Android. In fact, I've got mine right here in front of me and I can actually go through it. For one thing, many of you may 
have heard about iBrievery being available for the iPad and the iPhone, but I'm pleased to tell you that it is also available for Android. And I have a feeling it's not as full-featured as the iPhone version, but actually it's still pretty good. Also, there's a daily gospel program that I've been known to use, and occasionally I've even used it to follow along the readings at Mass, but sometimes I feel a little silly doing that because I don't want to create scandal. I don't want people to think that I'm reading my email instead of paying attention at Mass. So it can come in handy. It is nice. One thing I'll say that I haven't found on Android is a rosary program that I really like because I even had a good virtual rosary on my old Palm operating system, but it just seems like the rosary applications I've seen have not quite been what I wanted on Android. So I've been pretty pleased with it as a device, and actually you've probably seen some of my blogs on it. I have to admit that I'm a little disappointed in Android 2.2 because one of the features I really liked about my Droid was that if I turned down the volume all the way, the thing got on vibrate. I turned it down one more notch, it went to completely silent or it wasn't even going to vibrate. Because if I, for example, am at work or if I go to mass and my wife's not with me, then I usually like the phone to be able to vibrate. That way, if something happens and my wife is looking for me, she can find me. But if I'm at mass with my wife, then I'd rather just turn the thing to dead silent and not be distracted at all. Because the vibrate on this thing does make some noise. So Google took that out with Android 2.2, and I actually had to get a third-party app to be able to have an easy way to go from vibrate to silent to something that makes noise. So that's one disappointment. The Flash, eh, it kind of works, but I can almost understand, as much as I really hated listening to constant overblown stuff from Steve Jobs about Flash, it really isn't that great on a mobile platform. And there's some things you can do with it, but... I think it also slows down my web browser, so I've been a little disappointed with Froyo, but overall I still like my Droid. It comes in very handy when you're in a new area like I am. My wife and I were having dinner and celebrating 14 months of marriage, and we wanted to go see a movie. I have a little application on the Droid that was free. In fact, now everything that is on my Droid was free. I haven't actually paid for an app yet, and yes, I have acquired them all legally, but this movie app would actually allow me to find out what movies are playing, view the trailer if I wanted to, and then look at when it's playing on the theaters. And you don't have to type in a location because it just uses the GPS to figure out where you are and where the nearest theaters to you will be. We use this in North Carolina, and now in Nashville it's especially handy. One thing it does that I had been looking for for a long time is song identification. There's actually a couple of apps that you can download, that you can use to actually listen to a song that might be playing somewhere and actually tell you what the song is. And I've identified some songs that I was interested in. I don't really understand why the free versions tend to limit you to five identifications a month because it seems like that would be a great selling point for the record companies because I have bought a few songs by identifying them using the Droid. So I guess my bottom line here is is that if you don't have AT&T wireless or you just don't want to get an iPhone or iPad, the Droid is a very fine choice. And there are both good Catholic applications as well as some things that you'd use just to find entertainment on it. Well, anyway, that's all I have for today. 
I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and I'm really looking forward to producing some more episodes for you. If you have any questions or you have any comments for me, or if by chance you have any suggestions for a future show, please feel free to come by and visit my website at www.davidansel.com. My last name is spelled A-N-C-E-L-L. Anyway, once again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all next time.